Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, happy Monday slash Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Oh, it is a Monday, and um, I'm I'm dragging a little bit today. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna apologize in advance. I we had an amazing weekend. That's probably part of why I'm like dragging and feeling a little down today. That kind of happens to me when I have like such a. I don't know if that happens to you, but like when I have such a like great time, and then it I kind of like come down from it a little bit. You know mm, what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we were very social this this weekend, and therefore it could be making you sad that maybe you're not social right now. I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. Like such a high from like being with everybody. And yeah. if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we had our very first um, evening with Arc Nine event. It's our little tour that we're doing. So we had our first tour date essentially, and it was in Virginia mm-hmm. Beach, and it was so mm-hmm. fun. Which is where Ambi lives. And it was so fun. It was so, like, it was so fun just to be there with you and meet Mo, your girlfriend in person, and also just to, like, hang out and, like, do our makeup and just, like, be in person. It was just fun. It was fun. But then it was... I had such a good time, too. Go ahead. What were you going to say before I interrupted you? No, no. I was going to say, but then it was also so fun to, like, actually do our event. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, how did you think the event went? I thought the event went really well, actually. Like, I was really pleased with how everything went. Um, shout out to Mo. Thank you so much for helping. She helped <gasps> yeah, with, like, setup so and breakdown and asked really good questions. And um, I told her we're, she's definitely hired for the next one. <laughs> you are hired at a pay rate of zero. Yeah. To help with the next event. Yeah. Oh goodness, I'm so sorry. My alarm just How went rude. off. <laughs> it is. Which is funny because it keeps saying Star Wars and I don't know what that means. So why don't you delete it? <laughs> no, that would make too much sense. I'm gonna do it right now. Hold on. That is so weird though. 123 p.m. Mm. every day. Hmm. And the title is Star Wars. Anybody have any ideas? Let me know. I feel like it's something put left over from the pandemic, no? I like from- I've not seen Star Wars in years. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did, but I don't. Anyway, I don't the event, I your perspective. Care, but if I'm missing something, so sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> the event, from my perspective, went really well. 
Um, it was a little, what was funny about it for me was the fact that like, um, when I go into state, I'm kind of next to my body instead of like right in my body. I know that sounds weird if you don't know what is we're talking about, but, um, when I came back, I was shocked how many people were in the room because it felt like I was only talking to one person. And also, so Mo made me watch the video afterwards yeah. yesterday. And I had no clue that you had the mic up next to my face. Oh my no God. I literally have carpal tunnel from that. And I don't even, <laughs> and the funny thing is about five minutes into it, I'm like, I don't even think this is doing anything slash. I don't think this is necessary, but I almost felt like I had started that way and I yeah. needed to continue. to continue. I've already been thinking about this for our next show. I'm like, I, I need to get like Andy, like a mic stand that can be like, but the problem is you're doing this. So it's yeah, like, rock back so then forth, I was thinking so like, maybe we can find a way to get a remote mic that's like clipped on to you. Do we have those mics? Yeah. But like, I don't know if that mic can be like remoted into the amp. Like it's, it needs to be mm. a special one. So anyway, there's logistics to figure out. But anyway, you and the Arc 9 were really loud. And so like you, you were projecting. So yeah. um, I think most for most of it you could hear it on Facebook except for like when I suddenly decided you needed to see more of the room and I moved it back and everyone's like no we can't hear her anymore but I'd already sat down nice um but yeah it was great it was great to see everyone who was watching remotely it was great to be in the room with everyone who asked such amazing questions like it just flowed so naturally and um, I think that everyone's questions really did. We set the intention in the beginning that, you know, although people were going to ask personal questions, that it really be ap- applicable to um, everyone who was there, you know, the, mm-hmm. the lessons of it, the essence of it. It was also really cool because, which I think it was, and it was also really cool because, like, there was a few people that brought their friends who had never listened to the podcast never like some people some of those friends were like super into this stuff so it it was it was just like oh cool and some of the friends were like I don't know what we're doing and I don't know anything about this but hey I'll try anything once you know <laughs> and it was super laid back yeah That's which I nice. I truly applaud but the one of the people who was just kind of like I, I asked them because we went to dinner afterwards with a lot of the people that came and um I was like so were you freaked out? Like, what did you think? Were you, were you young? And she was like, oh, yeah. It was super, super uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super uncomfortable. Super. I, I didn't know what was going on in the beginning. She was like, but then, oh, yeah. she was like, but then, you know, I, I'm a really open person and I just kind of like listened. And she's like, and what I really thought was really interesting and what I really took away and what I really liked was like the uplifting spirit of them and the messages and the way that it just felt very loving and nice. And I think that's the whole point is like, that's how it feels and that's the essence of it. And so I was, you know, I was happy that they took that away, but it was just really funny when they're like, oh yeah, super, super weird, super uncomfortable. Didn't know what I was signing up for. Um, that's funny. Yeah, it really was. So I'm going to tell a story about, uh, someone came, I'm not going to use names, but they, they brought a boy right? And boys don't typically come to events like this. So we were all like, the boy wants to ask a question. We were very excited. And afterwards we're talking and I essentially started reading him like 
obviously I'm asking if it's okay, but I like read him and he's like, Oh my God. And like, what's funny. I love it when people go, how did you know that? And I'm like, cause I'm psychic. And like, I don't know what else to say. And even you, when I told, like you came into the conversation and we kind of told you what was going on you were like, how did you know that? And I'm like, like, no, I, I said I you're psychic. How I knew they it. were like, huh? how is she so amazing? I was like, because she's psychic. <laughs> like, no, I said you're psychic too. Oh, you said I was psychic because someone was like, how do you know that? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm psychic. Because this is this is my this job. Is, this is literally why you're here right now. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. So um, I had someone say that today during a reading. They were like, oh my god, how did you know that? <laughs> you were actually you, paying me to know yeah. this. So. <laughs> Um, oh, Mackenzie's here. She said, Mackenzie! She says, hee hee, you can use my name. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Hi, Mackenzie. Hi, it was Mackenzie. Mackenzie's boyfriend. Mackenzie brought the boy. Um, also, Sabrina Fortuna said, what is the age to go to the events? Um, oh, Mackenzie was 17. Mackenzie was 17. Mackenzie's an older 17, though. But I would say, I would say 16 and older. With adult supervision, maybe. Yeah, I would say generally 18, but if it's younger than that, probably no younger than, yeah, 16 unless wait, coming with, like, a parent or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mackenzie said, I will never get used to how cool your guys' gifts are. Thank you for what you did for him. Oh, that's so sweet. So yeah. welcome. I think that's really also the amazing thing about being in person is, like, just watching everybody kind of – I don't know, receive the information they need and have a magical, unexpected experience. And it just, yeah, it just went so well that Ambie and I were literally like, oh, we only have two more of these. We're sad. So uh, definitely. It was so fun. It was so nice. It was so nice to meet everybody and mm -hmm. give everybody hugs. And it it was nice. I love it. It was great. And our next event is in about... Uh, three weeks, a little over three weeks in Philadelphia, which is my home. So we get to, we went to Ambie's Yay. home and now we're going to my home, my territory. I actually just talked to the, uh, place about it today and, um, really excited about it. It's going to be at this really cool spiritual shop, uh, upscale spiritual shop, shop called Ritual here in Philadelphia. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's going to be great. It's the same thing from six to eight. And uh, this one's like even a little smaller capacity. It's 20, 20 people max. And there's already been like five people buying tickets. So I know that a lot of you live nearby in like DC and Maryland and New York and New Jersey or whatever. So um, there were people that came to our event this the first event that drove like five hours or like three and a half hours. And it was so nice and so sweet of them. And it was you know, so wonderful to see them in person. It's not saying that you have to drive that long, but if you feel inspired, like take a road trip, bring a friend, like make it a thing. Cause it's just, it's so, um, we can't describe like the feelings that we get when we're in person with you guys. It just makes us want to do stuff like this all the time. So Mm -hmm. anyway, oh my God, Sabrina, will you have you have to come. Sabrina lives in PA. You have to come then. You just have to. Um, you just have to. Yeah. Get on a plane, Sabrina, if yeah. necessary. If you guys want to uh, get a ticket, they're $44, and you just go to our website, innerbloompodcast.com slash tour, and you can click on any of the dates. Obviously not the Virginia Beach one anymore. But um, Okay. Should we, cool. should we move into uh, our magical topic for the day? 
Let's do it. So today I've been feeling like we should bring through uh, Mr. Thoth. Mr. Thoth. Appropriate. Thoth. Yeah. Thoth. He does not like it when I get his name wrong. It does not matter. We're going to bring through the Egyptian God um, because I've just been feeling like we should talk to him recently. I don't know why. Um, And then also I thought it would be fun to talk about love because... Love is a question that a lot of people often ask me, and I think it's a common theme that's uh, like a similarity that so many humans have. They want to find love. They want to know what's going on in their love life, all of this and all of that. So I just thought it'd be interesting to hear about love from someone that's not human. (laughs) I'm just laughing because Thoth is, so we used to connect with him a lot in the beginning of the podcast, and He's someone that, you know, Ambie and I have a lot, like we feel that we have soul ties to ancient Egypt and um, have had past lives there. And uh, Thoth is someone who kind of like came through to you, not like kind of similar to the Ark Nine where like he was kind of trying to talk to you and uh, work with you a little bit, right, Ambie? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, but I'm just laughing because I love that we're like, Hey, Thoth, who's very, like, stern energy and, like, parent-dad energy. And it's like, hey, Thoth, talk to us about love. <laughs> I, just, I, I just see him going, like, talk to Aphrodite or something. Yeah. Let's see what he does. But, okay, so let's talk a little bit about, in previous episodes, we've interviewed him. We talked about the Emerald Tablets. We talked, if you don't know what that is, Google it. It's really neat. Anyway, I digress. Um so we've talked to him about that. We've also talked to him about, um, I had a reading Egypt. one. Yeah. Egypt. I had a reading one time with this. <clears throat> I was giving a reading to someone. She wanted to know who she was in a past life. I said she was a, the daughter of Thoth. And she said, ah, that makes sense. I, I know that already. So it was, it was a pretty wild reading. That's in another episode as well. I digress. So we're going to see what happens today. All right. Okay, and he just shows up, and he's here. Okay. So, (laughs) okay, hold on. Hold on one second. What's going on? Why do you look like you're in pain? Uh, I'm choking. Is he choking you? Maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like Darth sorry. Vader. Yeah, That's like force choke. Right? Okay, hold on. Sorry. He does not like that joke. He does not. <laughs> uh-uh. <clears throat> okay, so what are the – let's ask him questions. Let's ask questions about okay. love. What, what did you want to ask him about love? I wanted to, I said, what wisdom can you share with us about love? And okay. then I started choking. Um, love kills we're you. Off to a good, we're <laughs> off to a good start, guys. We're off to a good start. He's like, I don't like this. <laughs> okay. Let's be serious here. Okay. Um, I have questions not about love, but if. That would be cool. Yeah, let's do okay. that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, both. First of all, is it Thoth or Thoth? Let's get this Thoth. straight. Thoth. Okay, great. What he said. Um, 
what do you, what is your perspective of this time and this timeline that we're all in right now? Do you have any information to share with us about that? Okay. I'm just going to say it verbatim. Okay. Uh, the way that he's saying it, working, working with other human beings in this timeline in order to help humanity transition and sounds like process. Mm-hmm. Okay. The pain and tra- uh, transition the hurt into. Hmm something beautiful. And then he said the word alchemy, alchemize Mm -hmm. the pain. Um, Is that what you're doing with humanity? Is that you're working with other human beings? How is (laughs) pain? And he's showing me a book. The Emerald Tablets? No, I feel like this is more of a book that's coming out recently. Oh, like he's working with someone to write a book? It's not a plug. This is very interesting, but I'm interested to see if someone's working on a book with him. Maybe David Lyon? Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Okay. um, So when you're talking about alchemizing the pain into something beautiful, what is the best way for humans to do that? And what is the best way for people listening to this podcast to support humanity in doing that? Erasing things that create self-sabotage, erasing things, okay, disagreements and arguments and disbelief in yourself and disbelief in others too. Interesting. Mm. That's interesting because that was really coming up for me last week. Remember I told you, Ambie, that I realized I've been being like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then suddenly Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, obviously I can't if I say I can't. You just said what you speak, you create. Um, so create something more powerful than disbelief. Mm, mm. It's also what we, when you were channeling the other night and we were talking about the next generation, like the generation that like my child will be in there. I think they were talking about like their belief and their ability to create things will be so quick and so fast because they, they're He's going saying to be, it'll be amplified. Amplified. Okay. Okay. Um, what is something that we can all do right now that would make us feel better? Feeling better is subjective. Feeling better is not the goal. Okay. It's not the destination. What's the destination? The destination differs for each individual. As a collective whole, The destination is evolution. And then he's pointing to his head, like like evolving the mind. Mm. Move out of fear in order to bring forth insight and new information. Uh, he's saying that many people are trapped in a cycle, a repetitive cycle, mm-hmm. because of fear of the unknown and fear of... Um, feeling misaligned, but you're already misaligned in fear. Mm. So people are afraid of doing things because they're, they feel that they're misaligned. So they don't want to take action in misalignment, but they're already misaligned because they're afraid of that. Yeah. But he's saying, uh, but humans call it being on the wrong path. Oh, and there is no wrong path, right? What? 
Hold on one second. Also, you guys can ask questions in the Facebook comments if you would like, and I will ask them for you. My dog is barking at something okay. I don't know what. I'm so sorry. Um, it's, it's very distracting. Can you vamp for a moment? Oh, sure. Okay, so somebody asked. So just mute again. Yeah, okay, good. So someone asked, what does he look like? Um, so he looks, and I don't know if you wanted him to answer that, but Allison, for the, and for those of you who don't know what he looks like, he is the God that is always depicted as having the head of a bird. Um, it's like a bird with a long, um, beak and, um, so that's what he looks like. And he's very tall. He's very big. He always has a staff too. He always has a staff. Her other question was, where is he in the universe? And did he ever physically come to Earth? Yes, he physically came to Earth. Several times, he said. Um, where is he in the universe? I don't know. He's just kind of pointing, doing this, like hands in the air, like kind of everywhere. Everywhere. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, did he want to finish what he was just talking about before the barking? So, sure. Sorry about that. Let's see here. Okay. He keeps saying, do not silence yourself to please others. Mm. Because I told my dog to be quiet. Right. So I just want to throw that out there. That's when he started saying that. Um, he said, often we're, uh, you're too silenced. Too silenced. And then he points to his chest. Mm-hmm. Like meaning your heart. Yeah, it's um, like we're too censored. Yeah, like doing things that you don't want to do or you do want to do because of someone else. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, no one can live free. But how do you get past the fear of that? Like there's a reason that people are censored. They don't want people to attack them. He said that some people will attack you either way. Um, that's not... What most people are afraid of is what he says. Most people are afraid of being alone. Right. That makes sense. But that's a result. That's like the next step is like people attack you. They could exclude you and abandon you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think people don't really know themselves. Like we've been living for other people for so long. It's confusing who we really are and what we really care about and what, and what we're really willing to go down for. Like I agree. That's, that's the thing. If you knew, okay, for example, I'm going to bring up the Will Smith thing. Will, I'm sorry. I have to. Will Smith last night at the Oscars, from my perspective, I'm like, okay. Wait, like, but tell what happened first. Tell what happened okay, first. Okay, okay. If so you when don't people know. listen to this in okay. the future. In summation, last night at the Oscars, Will Smith was nominated for an Oscar. Chris Rock came out uh, before the, his category was announced. Chris Rock made a joke at Jada, uh, Will Smith's wife's expense, um, about her, like, buzzed haircut or closely shaven haircut. I don't know if he knew, but she has been struggling with alopecia. So um, he made a joke about, like, oh, cool, Jada, like, see you in G.I. Jane 2 or something like that. And then Will Smith got up and smacked him in front of everyone in the face. And then he told him, like, don't ever, like, basically, like, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. And he had to be, like, they had to, you know, it was totally unexpected. Everyone couldn't believe it happened. And there's this huge debate about it right now because, like, some people are like, you never, 
like you can't just assault someone and then like win an Oscar, right? But then the other side is like, but he was defending his wife. Like he was defending her and he was like making a point. And what right. I was going to say was clearly he, that was something he, he was okay going down for. Like yeah. even if he didn't premeditate it and it was like a thing in the, the moment, I'm sure if you asked him, he would say, yeah, I'll go down for defending my wife. Like for sure. However, with me, like there's content I create sometimes and I'm just like, I'll like post it and then I'm like, what? I don't even know if I want to post that. I don't even know if that's something I want to be associated with me. I just had an idea and I did it. It's like we live in a world that is you're it's so easy to put things out there, but at the same time you have to really think and know yourself and know what do I want to be associated with forever, Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's really a lot of pressure in a world that constantly tells you to be something else uh, than other than what you are. And we're such people pleasers that it's so hard to even know who we are, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I feel like also it's, uh, I feel like it's about pleasing other people is really difficult when, when you don't, like you said, when you don't know who you are and you don't know what makes you happy. Like, how do you, how do you please anybody? Well, but you just get stuff that you think will make you happy. Well, I'm saying like you can, but I feel like we're much better at pleasing others than pleasing ourselves. We're much better at like, oh, you were saying like, how do you know how to please others? Yeah. It's uh, my thing is like, how do you know how to please yourself? Like, how do you know what you're willing to get attacked for? How do you know what you're willing to be associated with? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know when all your time is basically spent looking at other versions of what you're being told to be and you don't spend any time getting to know yourself, you know? So it's just, I think that's what makes it even more scary for people. I don't think they actually know that. I don't think they know that they don't know themselves, but I think that's what makes it scary. Because if you really know yourself, And you know what you stand for and what you fall for. I feel like even though things might be scary or it might be scary to say things, you you feel content in your heart because you did what you knew was right, right? You did Mm -hmm. what you knew was true to you. But when you don't know what's true to you, everything feels bad all the time because you're just anxious. You're just like, was that me? I don't know. Was was that me? So anyway, just thought of anything to say about any of that? (laughs) Being you, getting to know yourself. He keeps saying pain. That's when the pain comes in, when you don't know yourself. Yeah. He says that you're not supposed to know yourself. You're supposed to learn learn about yourself, mm-hmm. something along those lines. You're supposed to learn about yourself. Like that's what um, life's about is the right. journey of learning about yourself. And then he keeps showing me a long road, which mean, I feel right. like means like destination. Like it's, like like the it's journey. supposed to unravel over time. You're not supposed to know right away. Because I guess if you, when you, when you, ah, he said that's the problem is what? that everybody wants to pretend that they have it figured out. They want to pretend that they know themselves. They want to pretend they want to look a certain way. But he says you're all just walking around blind. <laughs> and he says that's the point. Yeah. So how do we all, like, get more authentic with each other? Like, how do we stop that? You stop caring what other people think. You stop looking for others' approval. Okay. I love you, Thoth, but it's just, it's just, it's a very easy thing to say, but. I agree. I agree. Um, 
Okay, so Mackenzie says, what is Thoth's opinion on tarot readers and the method of tarot card reading in general? Interesting. Oh, hold on one second. Um, I'm, I'm excited to know his response on this because, um, I don't know, some, like, I think the Arc 9 talks about tarot or, like, cards as, like, yeah, it's a tool, and if it helps you, that's cool, but it shouldn't, like, define you if it doesn't resonate with you. Like, it's just some things resonate with some people and some things don't, and if it helps you, great, and if it doesn't, awesome. Same thing. Um, they said the same thing about astrology. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I think I don't think it means that these things aren't you're not that these things aren't giving you information. It just means like for some people it makes a lot more sense than others and it it enhances their intuitive ability to receive information. Ambie, you're still muted by the way. Sorry, I have a sick kid home everybody, so it's okay. he came downstairs and poor guy. He's okay. He's just got a little cold. <laughs> I don't think he has any views on tarot because I'm not getting anything he like he's like kind of indifferent about it like it's you know it's whatever you want it to be um okay cool he is showing me like this weird symbol that I don't understand so if you could show me something different too that would be nice I would appreciate that oh, okay okay um, he's showing me like the symbol, like that I felt like for magic. And I was like, I don't really understand that. And then he showed me lavender and he showed me like a witch. And he says, it's often looked at with negative light or negative connotation. And I was like, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Um, and then he says, but it's what you make it. Right. Which is kind of what I was saying when I was vamping. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, this question just came to me. So like I Thoth has had experience in both Egypt as well as Atlantis, right? Mm-hmm. So from where we are now at the stage we are, the timeline we are in humanity, are we healing that timeline of Atlantis or are we like repeating it? Like are we progressing? More healing than um than repeating. Um, yeah, he says that it's, it is uniquely individual, but it is, um, mm, it is mostly healing. Okay. That's good news. Um, okay. So can he tell us about the Emerald tablets? Um, just for those who need a refresher or don't know what are the Emerald tablets? He's saying the tablets are a message. They were, they are, and were a message from him to all human beings to remember what is important. What is important? Self-fulfilling prophecies. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Um, kind of what we were talking about in the beginning, like what you create, right. what you speak. Your right, prayer. right. And then also um, understanding being kind to one another, like, like how you treat each other, how you treat yourself, how you treat each other. Mm. I feel like that's uh... – I feel like I can really see that shift starting to happen in humanity. Like, yeah, there is definitely obviously a lot of people who are so cruel all the time. But I really do feel like I'm seeing a big wave and amplification of people understanding, like, the importance and the impact of kindness and mm -hmm. 
that it's free and that it's like a gift we can give to ourselves all the time. So he's also saying that um, what you say matters, like language, right? So mm -hmm. that's words that he's words matter. Um, but it's not only written words, it's speaking words too. So remember what that. Right. I wasn't even thinking written words. I was thinking speaking words. What about thoughts? I thought you were going to say it's not just what you say. It's thoughts too. He's telling me that thoughts are magic. Thoughts have the ability to change reality. Um, and you have the ability to change thoughts. Okay. But like, can we I talk about that you rolled your eyes and you're like, okay. Wow. No, no. I was like, I was just like, okay, but can we talk about this for a minute? Because to some degree, part of me is a little disillusioned with the whole... Like, just be happy and then everything you want manifests or just mm -hmm. think you're a millionaire and then you literally will be a millionaire. And it's not that I don't feel that there's truth to these statements of manifesting your reality by aligning your vibration and aligning your thoughts. It's not that that doesn't resonate with me. It does. It's just that I feel like something's missing from it because it's like... I feel like there's been a lot of times in my life where like I am really happy or I am like, wow, everything's going really well or whatever. And then it's just like, what are, I don't know. I guess I just sometimes I'm getting frustrated and I think a lot of people do with this like, yeah, just like think good thoughts and like great things happen. Mm -hmm. So what is his advice when you want to manifest something very specific? Is it just that? Like, yeah, just change your thoughts and it'll come. Is it kind of the same thing? Or is there something else from his perspective that humans are missing? Uh, humans are missing the action behind it. Humans are missing the ability to see the path. Instead of they get discouraged. Mm -hmm. They get discouraged about the obstacles on the path. He says, he still says thoughts become reality. So negative thoughts become reality. Okay. So you're saying like we, we do the, we do the. You'll the never have change if there's um, inaction. Inaction will not create change. Okay. 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 Yeah, I get that. Um, Tabitha says, I can manifest small things, but I'm not a real happy-go-lucky person. How do I keep my vibration high? So what he's saying, it's he's saying worry, 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 worry. It's not about keeping the vibration high. It's about learning to understand what to worry about and what not to worry about. Okay. Taylin says, what is the best way to release fear? Let go of the past. <laughs> How do you like of the past? Humans love to think about the past. The fear of the past is creating the present with the fear of the past. So you, okay. He's saying, so for example, you stub your toe on the table, on the coffee table, right? Mm -hmm. You're so afraid of stubbing your toe again when you don't understand all you have to do is move around the coffee table. You don't have to worry about if the coffee table will attack you. Mm -hmm. Just walk around it. Mm-hmm. Just because it happened once doesn't mean it'll continue to happen. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, I get that. Um, Tracy. And some, he's saying, and sometimes you've learned from events that have happened one time. Poverty is a good example. If you, 
Okay. If you were very, very poor, you understand what it is that you like about being poor and what it is not that you like about being poor. Moving forward, you understand that you will do anything to not be in that place again. Mm. Right. That's true. Important learnings come from those things for sure. Um, but what about like, I just feel like we're in this time right now where I, I'll speak for myself. I mean, I'm exhausted all the time. And this was even before I was pregnant. Like now that I'm pregnant, I'm sure it's amplified, but I just feel like we're all so tired because there's just so much coming at us all the time. And I feel like when we don't have a lot of energy, it's very hard to sustain that positive mindset or, um, not think about the past or not worry, you know? So like, how do we generate more energy for ourselves? Like, is it about, is it just this time period that we're in and once we're past this big transition, we'll get more energy again or like any insight on energy? Mm, He's saying living in chaos is, makes you consume a lot of energy. So continuing to feed into the chaos with um, like he's showing me social media and the news and things like that will continue to drain energy. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, Okay. He's showing me creating a ball. And I said, what does that mean? And he says, creating a ball the way that you want it to be. And what does that mean to you? And I was like, I don't know. And he (laughs) says, creating your reality your world. How do you want your world to look? Be more specific about how you want your world to look. Not only money, not only love. How do you want to show up in your world? How do you want others to show up for you in this world? Okay. I like it. Makes sense. And then don't accept anything less. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm not. I, I really appreciate all these answers from Thoth. I do. I just think some things are, I feel very human right now, very human. And I feel, I feel like normally I'm more of like the idealistic, like woo woo Mm -hmm. person. And you're the more human one. Weirdly. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel very human right now. So I'm like, okay, a lot of these things are kind of easier said than done in ways. And I guess that's the point is it's not all easy. Um, be, it, and the only reason it's not easy is because we're so practiced at the other way. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that it necessarily takes so much effort. It's just that we've been going like a million miles an hour in the other direction. So it feels like it will take a lot of effort. But I appreciate that. Uh, everyone on Facebook appreciates that. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Um, is there anything else that Thoth wants to... Oh, wait, one more. Somebody asked one question. Oh, what does love mean to Thoth? Wait, say that again. I don't understand what he's showing me. Okay. What he showed me was... Hmm, what he showed me was this. He said love was des- designed. And he's showing me like looking down at humans. Okay, from above. So I'm assuming that's like God. Okay. Love was designed... So you didn't have to spend this lifetime alone. But here's the catch. 
it's a dessert tray. You get to pick what you want, multiple things if you like. If you thought you wanted something, you can go for something different. Love is designed in another human being to be fun, expansive, and create companionship. Love is not meant to constrict or suffocate. Love is a dessert tray. (laughs) That's so cute. Love is a box of chocolates, except it's not, it's not, you never know what you're going to get. It's like, choose which one you want. Choose which one you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like it, choose another. That's so fun. Or eat two at once. (laughs) That's true too. Sometimes that doesn't work out in everybody's favor, but like, hey. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, well, that was gross. I don't like that. Sometimes you're like, whoa, amazing flavor explosion. That was the best dessert I've ever had. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great quote. Life is a dessert tray. Well, uh, thank you, Thoth, for being here. We always appreciate you being here. I truly, I, I did not at all mean to mock you or diminish your information. I, I find it truly valuable. I'm just, just having one of those days, you know? So I appreciate you being here. I think he's Okay. He didn't he already, say anything back. Has he already? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought you were going to be like. I thought you were going to be like. He left. Did <laughs> <minute> go? <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Well, that was nice. That was nice. I hope everybody enjoyed that. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Um, we had some interruptions. Sorry about that. My life is a little crazy today between the dog and the kid. It's okay. Life happens, you know. Um, but I do want to let everyone know that we are, uh, if you guys will remember, we had a Patreon goal of 111 patrons. And when we get to 111 patrons, Ambie and I are going to post our really embarrassing videos of us getting Brazilian waxed. Not the graphic parts, just our faces and our expressions and our screaming and crying and laughing. Well, um, you're not going to see our hoo-ha. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You're welcome. That's a different kind of site if we ever start an OnlyFans. <laughs> It'll never happen. Yeah, Unless you want to see my feet, which I don't know why you would, but. Oh, my God. I'll do feet pictures. 500 bucks and I'll do feet <laughs> pictures. Think I'm playing. I'm not sure. playing. Yeah, no. Like, why wouldn't you? Oh, my God. Um, so anyway, guys, so our goal is 111 patrons and we're at 70 patrons, which I think we grew like 10 or 15 patrons since the last time we, we talked. So if you have been thinking for, about signing up for Patreon, uh, now is a great time. Why? I'll tell you why. Well, first of all, this we week, go. this week on Thursday, which would be the 31st of March, the last day of the month, we are doing our monthly conversations with ARC9. So if you've been wanting to come to our ARC9 tour, you want to talk to them, you want to ask them questions about your life or your, your love or the world, this is how you do it, and it's really fun. We all get together virtually on Zoom and ask questions. And if you can't make the actual live, you can just comment a question, and I'll ask it for you, and you can watch it on the replay. Also, you get to watch our whole library of combos that we've ever done, which is, goes back four years, basically. So mm-hmm. um, so that's that. But then the other thing is that um, starting next month, which is just a few days away, We are adding so much to our $5 tier. Like, it's insane. We are, um, 
Basically, if you're in our $5 tier, you're going to get a monthly private Zoom with us where we just hang out at the end of the month. Um, you get 25% off um, our merch, like our like our mugs, our sweatshirts, our hoodies, our tees. Um, you also get two bonus episodes of this podcast per month, and one of them is going to be a celebrity spirit interview, and another one is going to be... Um, intuitively reading into a celebrity conspiracy or like a new, like an entertainment conspiracy, something that everyone knows about some mis- mystery or, or something people want to know about. Um, and our patrons are going to be the ones that get to vote at the beginning of the month of what these two episodes are on. Like, so what celebrity we're talking to you and what conspiracy we're doing. So, mm-hmm. and that's just, we're, we're going to add a couple more things to it, but that's, um, that is, we don't want to announce those yet. We're yeah. Ready. We're, we're working on the other things. So, um, yeah, make sure you sign up for Patreon, add to our uh, total patronage, and then you can all see and laugh at us as we uh, scream and cry and beg for our lives as we get Brazilian waxed. As Alexa does. Good times. I do, yeah. I'm going to get another... Uh... Yay, Catherine! We saw you signed up. Woohoo! Thanks, Catherine! Um, I'm going to get another bikini wax. I've got to do it soon too. You know what? I um, I was thinking about especially, I mean, this is several months off, but I was thinking, I was like, I, I think I definitely want to get Brazilian wax before I have a baby. Yeah. It's a good idea. Because like. Because they, they'll shave you if you have a C-section. Yeah. Just right you. there in front of God and everybody in the room. <laughs> they don't care. They do not care. Yeah. Well, also, especially for like, yeah, it, it getting warm. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I went voluntarily. After the traumatic experience, I went voluntarily and got another Brazilian on my own. I did, and it was was just as painful, so. Yeah, this one wasn't as painful. I think, like, the dramatics of it made me think it was more painful than it was. It was definitely painful, but. um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted you there holding my hand because I was like, Jesus, I can't take this. (laughs) Like, this is awful. The, The thing about this one, the one that I went to in Philly, is that. They literally have you, like, lay on your back and hold your knees up to your chest the whole time. How are you going to do that when you're, like, several months pregnant? Like, when you're nine months pregnant? I don't know. They probably have a way. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I'm just saying it's, like, you're not only, like, vulnerable. You're in, like, the most vulnerable position ever. And she's like, so what are you guys doing for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) We should talk about like odd jobs that are just like, I remember this is a funny story and then I swear to God, we'll stop. I was yeah. at a gynecologist. I have never been back to this gynecologist. Never. Been, I was just thinking ever. about a male gynecologist. Like I cannot, I, I cannot I would imagine. never see a male gynecologist. I'm sorry if that's sexist. I don't care. So one of I'm, my I'm husband's gonna... friends is a very attractive man and he's a oh. very popular gynecologist. Yeah. You're, no. No, anyway. no. I, so, so loyal to my uh, gynecologist. I love my gynecologist. She's so nice. Anyway, so I, this is several years ago. I was working at the YMCA and that's relevant to the story. And so I'm in her office. We're talking. She's like, you look so familiar. And I'm like, no, I don't know you. I don't know. So we go into the examination room. She's examining me. She's in the fucking middle of examining me. Okay. Yeah. And oh my God. she goes, now I remember where I know you from. You work at the YMCA. And I'm like, I'm never coming back here. That is literally, that is literally a joke from like a show that it's like, oh, I remember you once they look at your bits and pieces. 
Like that's like a face. You've never seen this before. You've never been in this angle of my body before. And now you remember me. Yeah. I digress. That's really funny. I mean, imagine how celebrities feel. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I've heard a lot of female celebrities tell stories like that where the gynecologist acts or doctor or whatever acts like, oh, I don't know. Like they don't say anything. And then once they're right in there with you, they're like, by the way, I'm a big fan. And you're like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) Um, You know who that and also like a dentist. Don't talk to me. Oh, yeah, don't this. talk to me while your don't stuff's in my mouth and I can't talk to you back. You and I just go, ah. Yeah, exactly. Why are we having embarrassing. a conversation? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what did someone say on Facebook? Because I saw you read and then laugh. Um, uh, Melissa Glendening. Hi, Melissa. Said, I insist on a woman. She was just being funny. Your oh, woman. she was just being funny. Okay, never mind. That's a, it's a gynecologist yeah. joke, I guess. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we love you so much. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, my God. We are, when we were at our live event, um, a couple more people are signing up for our retreat, like, from there. We're running out of spots, guys. Yeah, so, and it's going to be, it's just going to be such a magical retreat. So, if you've been wanting to develop your intuition, this is the perfect retreat for you. We're going to teach you how to do readings, mediumship, all kinds of things. You're going to get to practice with like-minded community, and you're going to get to do it in, like, one of the most beautiful places ever, the Blue Ridge Mountains in Georgia, June 9th through 12th. We're all going to stay together in this beautiful house on this beautiful property with, like, waterfalls and, like, natural lakes, and it's just, it's going to be so nice. So, um, it's $2,500 with a payment plan or $2,200. you pay in full, you can apply on our website. Um, if you've been thinking about it, now is the time because more and more people are signing up and we only have uh, limited spots left. So yeah. Yay. All right, guys, we love you. And until next time, keep on blooming. Keep on blooming. Don't steal my line. That's my line. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bye, everybody. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.